Okay, so you and I were just talking about, uh, I spent some time up in New Buffalo, Michigan this weekend and uh, in a residential area and I was driving down the, driving down this road leading, leading to the house and um, it's like really bumpy in one area. So you have to go like super slow. Like, I mean, there's potholes everywhere. So you're basically just trying not to like bottom out your car over these potholes. Right. And I'm passing and, uh, and Tuesday I think is garbage day. So everybody had like all of their garbage cans lined up and the houses up there are like huge, you know, they're like, especially in the weekends, there's like a lot of people at these houses. And so there's like a lot, a fair amount of garbage generated, I guess. Right. Like, um, um, garbage day up there is like lobster shells and like (laughs) caviar cans and shit. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, there's no cans of like, you know, Pabst Blue Ribbon in the recycling. (laughs) So, um, but so I'm driving and I see this, this line of like six, um, garbage cans and I just, I didn't really pay attention is that, and as I'm driving by, I see that on one of them, something moves on top of one of them. And out of, out of the corner of my eye, I see this, I look over, there's a freaking raccoon sitting on top of the one, one of the garbage cans eating food out of it, eating food out of the other one, okay. the one next to it. So there's like five or six garbage cans, all but one have a bungee cord keeping it closed. Mm-hmm. And the one that doesn't is the one that the raccoon got into and started eating food from. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever is the the easiest access. (laughs) Yeah. But but like that, I mean, and you know he was going to make a mess. And there's no way, like the house was up on a dune, so there's no way they could even see the garbage. Right. So you know they're going to go back to, you know, find their garbage thrown all over the place. It reminds me of that... um, movie that we've talked about before i think it is it the great outdoors with dan Aykroyd and john candy where like the raccoons repeatedly rifle yeah. through their garbage yeah yeah that that's immediately what i what it what it reminded me of but um it was just before sunset and aren't raccoons nocturnal i don't think i think they they have like nocturnal tendencies, but they're like not one hundred percent. Okay, nocturnal. Because like every time, like the first thing that I thought is like that thing probably has rabies. Right. You know, <laughs> like a nocturnal animal out during the day. I just think like there's something wrong with it, and it's you know gonna attack you or something. But that maybe that's not the case. I don't know. Right. In, right, I think they're um, uh, they're they forage in the daylight. I just looked it up. They can forage. They're primarily nocturnal, but you know they come out a little earlier. Okay, and like you know, it wasn't like it's the middle of the afternoon, so just before sunset isn't that big of a change, I guess. Right, but um. You know, that that was the first thing that I thought is that thing probably has rabies. Every time I do you remember hearing about rabies when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. I mean, rabies, rabies was a big deal. Yeah. Didn't it Um, like did it like always scare the hell out of you? Well, yeah. I mean, you didn't want rabies. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't. Right. Yeah, I, but mean, like, I just had no idea what it is, and I, I guess I still kind of don't know what it is. Right? They like pounded it into your head that no rabies is out there; it's a big deal, and if you catch it, you'll have to get like uh, all these uh, uh, shots into your like abdomen or your fucking ribs or something. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I and I just. Um always remember thinking that I don't that like crazy dogs had rabies or something, right. you know, well, yeah. away from like any, coyotes. 
<laughs> like stay away from any dog that you don't know or whatever. Right. But and then I also when I got older and I and I read um, To Kill a Mockingbird and there's mm-hmm. that scene in To Kill a Mockingbird where Atticus Finch like has to kill this rabid dog. And, you know, they he knew that it was rabid because it's like foaming and like walking crazy or whatever and i just remember thinking like even when i read it in high school thinking like you a dog that foams at the mouth is that's a sign that it's rabid like that seems like a pretty innocent you know symptom right (laughs) then you're always like looking at dogs mouths just in case yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, you know, what what other what other like apparently common symptoms are there that I just don't know anything about? Right. You know? But um um wasn't old yellow old yeller rabbit? I thought he was just old. No. Okay. No, I'm I, 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 that they had to put him down because he had rabies. Like he was Okay. Protecting a kid from a rabid dog and he fucking got injured or whatever and the rabies was passed on, I'm pretty sure. That's why yeah, they old, had to like off him. Yeah, why it, when you look up, why did they kill old Yeller? <laughs> it says, oh, it's, okay. Old Yeller is bitten while saving his family from a rabid wolf. Right. There oh, okay. He uh, Travis is faced with the harsh decision that he must kill old Yeller after the fight with the wolf. So like is when a dog like when a pet dog has rabies is that a death sentence then i mean is it like that or or did like walt disney create that <laughs> well i think because this was this it takes place in like post-civil war it oh, said oh well well hell yeah. Well, okay, that explains. It. I didn't realize it, it was back in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either until I just read that. Um, they didn't just like poke a hole and like drain his blood, thinking that would help. <laughs> right. Poke a hole in him, fucking blood, let him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they should have. I mean, you know, it worked so well for George Washington as we've as we've talked about before. Right. But um, yeah, I, I've never seen Old Yeller, but I kind of feel like I, I should watch it because I, you know, I know how it ends. Right. And I always, you know, we actually was just talking about it with my kids the other day about Old Yeller. And yeah, even uh, they know how it ends. But right. we had to watch it in, uh, I believe, third grade. Yeah. Um, as, as part as part of like making you an an adult and dealing with tragedy. <laughs> well, I mean, as part of like teaching us rabies is bad and you don't want it. <laughs> Maybe Derek remembers. I, I think we watched it. Um, um, we I vaguely remember we had to go to Mrs. Wilson's class in order to watch it with the other with like her class. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if you if you have to kill even a beloved family pet who gets rabies, you know, it's got to be bad news. So well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, Disney's all about killing animals. I mean, yeah, that's that's his that... answer. Like, let me just kill this thing. <laughs> That's how it came up with my kids the other day um, because somebody mentioned, um, oh, we were driving and I'm and we saw a deer and I pointed out the deer and my son Brian said something about um, let's let's pretend like it's the movie Bambi. And so then that got my daughter up in arms and we started talking about old yeller. But yeah, I mean, you know, Bambi and and. Uh, an animal dies in the Lion King and Old Yeller. Um, um, oh, uh, Dumbo's mom. Yeah, she doesn't die, right? She just gets taken away. I I don't know. I um, don't the circus 
people like Taker? Yeah, maybe I think so. And I think like they're just separated or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a circus. I mean, they probably like Taker and Torture and shit. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> just, just the fact that your your mind immediately goes to torture is, right. the, is what I'm laughing at. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I haven't seen seen it ever. I've only watched one part of Dumbo, and it was wild. Was it like the uh, uh, elephants on parade. Yeah, the pink elephants on parade. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Um, I I read about. Did were you the one that I was taught? Maybe we even talked about it on here about that like champion racehorse that got sold to a glue factory or no, not a glue factory, a, a dog food factory in Japan. No, I mean no. I don't. Uh, I don't know, but I mean it's a, a familiar theme though with racehorses uh ferdinand that's who it is um he was a thoroughbred racehorse that uh won the 1986 kentucky derby Mm -hmm. he entered stud in 1989 which that just means they're he's having babies right is that what that means entered stud um and sold to a breeding farm in 1994 and uh let's see oh wait maybe this isn't him no this isn't him not him no it's not him um now i can't yeah i mean it it, it kind of sounds like you're just um uh, um um sp- Writing rumors about Japanese people eating racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mean that. Um, you don't eat racehorse, goddammit. it! You don't eat any horse. No, <laughs> it's, for do- it's dog food. Right. Although, um, oh yeah, here. Yeah, it is him. Okay. okay. It is Ferdinand. He was sent to slaughter in Japan with no fanfare or notice by previous owners. He likely became either pet food or steaks for human consumption. Wow. His death was the catalyst for the Ferdinand fee, a donation program to keep to fund keeping old racehorses alive. I mean, wouldn't horse like not taste good, especially racehorse? I would think racehorse wouldn't because it's so muscular. Yeah, it's all muscle. Yeah. But, you know, I mean. Where's, uh, sure. where's the the uh, fatty part? And it, Like if they brought out like a three foot hot dog, I'm not eating it because I know where it's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> trying, this, trying this horse hot dog. The fattiest part of the horse. yeah um that it may take i mean you know if you get some real fat horse it may taste great but i'll never know because i'm not tasting it right i mean what's a fat horse though i haven't seen a fat horse though i don't know there's got to be there's got to be some lazy ass horse out there that's not running around as much as it should be right fuckers but (laughs) Clydesdales, right? Yeah, (laughs) Clydesdales. Probably, probably those ones in the in the commercials because they just like drink beer all day. Right, right. And you know, just they're uh, they're the um, they're the uh, what's the word? Um, I haven't been able to come up with words all day. They're the um, like, oh god, I keep wanting to say debutantes, but that's not the word. Um, stallions? No, <laughs> like divas. Divas. Oh, that's the word I'm looking for. Divas yeah. of the horse world. Yeah, they're the divas of the horse right. world. Man, something's um, happening to my brain. I know. Your, I hope I don't have rabies. <laughs> <laughs> he has rabies. He can't remember words. 
So, um, keeping uh, on the Walt Disney killing animals topic, this is a poor transition, but Johnny Depp. So, he was Captain Jack Sparrow of the pirate movies, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. There's like five or six of them. But um, when I was logging on here, I uh, I went through Yahoo and he, he's like, he, there's a trial with his ex-wife or something. I don't know. I Yeah, something's going on. And he, he just like popped up in this picture and I just glanced at it. Like, you know, I'm, you know, as we've mentioned on here, you know, far be it from me to be an expert on Hollywood. Um, but does, like, is, there's two things. Like, has he been in anything recently? And does he, did he take the, the like, Captain Jack Sparrow role, like, hardcore? Does he look like... To me, he he he, he kind of fucking looks like him still. I mean, yeah. the, the like scraggly ass facial hair. His hair is shorter, but did he really think he was him? I mean, I <laughs> yeah. think he has some fucking sparrow on his goddamn hand, <laughs> like tattooed on his hand. Yeah, I mean, he you know he it, i i could definitely see him like buying into the buying into his own hype on it right yeah you know and um you know kind of kind of believing that he was actually him or whatever did he get um, so um do people, like is he trapped in that role like do people put him in movies yeah i mean i'm looking and he's he's been in a few movies the past few years. Nothing that I've heard of, though. The Fantastic Beast movie, I guess I've heard of that. Um, and he he did do the voice for an animated movie. But other than that, I mean, it's been a lot of, um, you know, the past five years, it's been a lot of pirate movies. And he was in that Black Mass movie about Whitey Bulger that I never did see. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, have so... So I haven't seen him in ages and I, this picture, I was like, holy shit. Does he think he's this fucking character still from like yeah. fucking 17 years ago or whenever it first came out? And I know that, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, the like most recent one was like six years ago or something, maybe longer, maybe sooner. I don't know. Yeah. there. So there's 2017. Oh, okay. See. Um, 20, yeah, it looks like, and he's done a few of them. I, I saw the first one and like, it was, it was fine. It was good. I, I think I liked it, but I think mostly what I was thinking is, isn't this over yet? Like how it, it, I remember thinking it was just a little bit too long. Yeah. Yeah. Two hours and 23 minutes. Like you don't, you don't need something that long for that kind of a movie. Yeah. Uh, the first one I really, really enjoyed. I, you know, I thought it was awesome. Um, you know, it was on when I was watching movies still. And, but I vividly remember watching the second and third one. And after like 15 minutes in both, I had your thoughts like, holy shit, is this over yet? Like, yeah, like it's fucking bad. Really yeah. bad. And supposedly he modeled that after Keith Richards. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, he, I, I thought I remember, I'm looking over, looking over it now and I can't um, find who, it, but I thought there was somebody else who they had initially thought to be Captain Jack Sparrow. And it was somebody surprising. And now I can't find who it was just kind of looking. Eric through. Stoltz. <laughs> And they started shooting him right. with Eric Stoltz and he just wasn't funny enough. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I don't, I can't, I can't find who it was, but I don't, we can cross Eric Stoltz off the list. I think they probably knew right away that he wasn't going to be right for it. Right. But yeah, I mean, you know, I always wonder about that. 
is, you know, when you're that identified with a character, if, and that kind of like, um, eccentric as Johnny Depp is that right. like, I, I could easily see like, you know, the, uh, art imitating life sort of stuff. Yeah. What you, the whole, like, what, what do they call that? Like method acting where they're like the character, the whole time at home, even. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Then he, he, he just like did, did like five of those and he's like, Oh shit, I'm fucking Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. I really am Jack Sparrow. I've become him. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Johnny Depp has been around a long time. It's, yeah. yeah. He's I mean, 57. Uh, when I think about it, he's, he's had an interesting career. I, yeah, he, uh, you know, I can't remember. I think I'm saying this in the correct order. Like he, he, he was like David Caruso before David Caruso. He, <laughs> he was in Nightmare on Elm Street, and then Twenty One Jump Street. I think was after that because I think Nightmare Nightmare on yeah, Elm that's Street right. Was was like eighty five, and Twenty One Jump Street was eighty six or eighty seven, and he yeah. wanted. I thought that show was awesome. Um, uh, but then he wanted to be in movies and, and um, like he was in all those um, Tim Burton movies and kind of went away or maybe at that time did like artsy movies and he popped back up and yeah, you know, the pirate movies and now he's, and to me, not as popular, but like I said, I mean, far be it for me to be a fucking TMZ um, <laughs> Hollywood Hollywood star expert. So yeah, um, yeah. He he um, in Nightmare on Elm Street that was nineteen eighty four. Oh, so okay. I did I did see him in this movie, uh, Private Resort. Okay. Um, was the third in a series of comic teen sex romps following private lessons in private school. And um, he, I I remember he's like the young guy who works at this uh, private resort and like these old women are paying him to sleep with them and stuff. Hey, all right. (laughs) It's, it's just like this crazy, like, you know, crazy movie cougar hijinks (laughs) so like that that was the second name of if if private resort didn't touch cougar hijinks so 21 jump street was where i learned that cheese cheese has cheese has a lot of protein in it so (laughs) i remember watching one episode and i mean keep in mind we're fucking what like nine ten years old and the episode was and and i'm really foggy on the details this like cole was kidnapping like local kids to like turn them into uh members of their cult and um uh they found one of the kids and and to like weaken their like will and brainwash them they will like starve them of protein so when they found this kid one of the cops is like get him some cheese get him some cheese there's lots of protein in it so I'm, <laughs> i don't know why that's stuck in my head all these years Probably because you, when you were a kid, you just wanted to be like, you know, they, you're, you're so scared about getting kidnapped, or at least I was when I was a kid. Right. Well, like terrified of getting kidnapped. And rabies. I mean, yeah, right. big problems in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you wanted to be, if you were kidnapped, you wanted to be ready to, uh, you know, how to undo the, uh, the protein deficiency that you might suffer. Right. From. That's um, hilarious. I'm worried. You ever, ever almost kidnapped? Like, actually, probably not. Actual, but in, yeah. in like, right. you know, in my mind. So there's this 
there's this story that I've told before. I don't know if I've told it on here or not, but like my, this was when we lived in Springfield, Illinois, and we lived in this like typical, like 1980s suburban subdivision. And on the outskirts of the subdivision, uh, it was still being built up. So there were like tons of houses or no, there, there, they hadn't even started building in the outskirts, but in this, around the streets that we've, we lived on, there were still a few houses being built. And we, um, we, a friend of mine was over and we were going to ride our bikes to go to his house. And instead of riding our bikes to go to his house, we went on a site, we got sidetracked and ended up going to this, we called it the dirt trails, these dirt bike trails on like the end of, end of the neighborhood. And we were just riding around on those, like all by ourselves. And we're like two or three blocks from the nearest house. Okay. It's just like this wide open space. We are, we're like resting on our bikes, like whatever, had just done a run or whatever. And we're resting and talking. We hear this car speed down the street and come toward us. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on the other side. It goes through the, through the field on the other side of the street, driving through the grass and then comes back by us and driving it this is gonna sound like bullshit but i swear to god it's true driving it is a clown (laughs) (laughs) the person driving it is dressed up as a clown pennywise is driving i don't know if it was pennywise or john wayne gacy (laughs) or what but i swear to god it was a clown and like I, I knew I knew enough that with the way that this guy was driving, and the way and that he was dressed up as a clown, and the way that he was, fuck his driving skills. Just a fact, he's dressed up as a clown. Yeah, I was just like, this is bad news, Sam. We need to get out of here. So Sam and I got on our bikes and rode home, and we got in big trouble because we were missing for a long time because right. we never made it to his house. But, you know, I, were we going to get kidnapped? You know, probably not, but it, that, that's, that was the only time I ever thought, oh shit, this is bad news. Right. (laughs) How about you? Did you get, have any close, uh, missing persons thing? I don't think so. And it kind of hurt my like self-esteem as a kid. (laughs) What am I not good enough to be fucking kidnapped? Am I not that cute of a kid? Um, no, no, so, so, okay, so this, this is from a point of view of a six-year-old, so the details are hazy, and maybe if my, uh, sister is, um, listening, she may may remember this um back i don't know i mean 84 85 um there were some there was like monkey business happening like around midway drive just like like weird just like weird shit like people's trash getting painted with like uh satanic images a pentagram just this is weird shit probably kids you know yeah. me five years later doing that shit but um <laughs> but um uh it was me my sister and our neighbors and they were our um our age and um this car pulled up and i'm really really hazy i didn't really hear all of it but this like big white car pulled up and you know the driver he asked us to like come closer and he said that he was gonna kidnap us now that's what i remember whether that's true but i remember my my sister like screaming and running in the house to to tell her parents so like it didn't happen like something caused that wild 
reaction from my sister. So, right. Um, you know, I don't, nothing happened. Um, but I don't know if that was a thing or like if it was a misunderstanding, maybe he, he fucking asked where, where like Costas was and my sister right. started screaming. Yeah. I don't know. She had just seen some after school special or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I remember as a, as a uh, kid, I, I think, um, I don't know. I could have brought, could have been around the, the um, same age. Like, um, uh, it was when I was sharing a room with my uh, brother uh, and I shared a room with him until I was six. And he saw, like, one night he, he, like, looked up and there was a person peeking in our window. Oh, my God. The bedroom window. And he ran out and told our dad. And our dad just took off outside looking around. Um, yeah. So, but then, like I s- said, the things we did as kids, we peeked in people's windows i don't know <laughs> it could have been one of my friends older brothers for all i know so right right so yeah hey don't don't shortchange yourself man it was probably a kidnapper who wanted you no okay <laughs> so, see that makes it feel a lot better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were desired <laughs> scared him off. <laughs> um no and it's so Speaking of um, kidnappings, when you like talk about <laughs> this fucking clown driving around and you getting this bad feeling. So, like I said on the last podcast, um, I'm, I'm watching these Unsolved Mysteries, the, the original ones, and a fucking lot of them are like that. Not clowns driving around, but people like disappearing thinking shit's not happening and then they're just fucking out of there yeah i i did watch that i did watch that first episode of the old ones on on, uh am was it on amazon or netflix i can't remember uh amazon through um imdb i think yeah yeah and um I think it was the same episode that you saw one of them, one of the stories, which I actually, it seemed so familiar to me. I think I actually might have seen it when it was originally on mm-hmm. the one story about the couple that were going down the Colorado river, like oh, back yeah. in the 30s or something. Yeah. And like, I swear, as I was watching that, I was like, I, I think I remember this. I think that like, I think that they think that she killed him because he was being crazy about going down the river. And that was exactly what they said happened. And then like years and years later, she confessed, you know, somebody confessed around a campfire Mm -hmm. to being that actual woman, but that they, they don't, it's inconclusive whether it was her or not. And the bones that they found didn't match the guy, but. Right. Um, What'd you think of it? Is it, I, I, it was, it was, I mean, I, I went against your advice and I watched it somewhat late at night, uh, with the lights off uh-huh. and it was, it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah, fucking music and like, yeah, the music for sure. Two yeah. things like keep watching it. And like, I think what makes it like scarier is fucking Robert's deck. Like oh, I yeah. wouldn't fuck with that guy. No, I mean, no. Was, no, I don't think I realized it when I was younger, but he, I don't, he, he's so goddamn creepy and serious. It's like, oh my God, this dude's going to slit my throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Rob, Robert, find this criminal. He's going to fucking make me an unsolved mystery. <laughs> yeah. I wish somebody would have had the forethought to have. Robert Stack like narrate children's books or something. Right, I know. Right, it would so like Robert Stack reading Doctor Seuss or something. You know, it would be, it'd be so awesome. His his uh, voice is awesome though. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the other thing also is, you no, know, I think 
that uh, show is not getting its credit. Um, so what I'm doing, so there are all these true crime podcasts out there. Right. Huge population of true crime, blah, 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 podcasts, popular. Um, so what I'm doing is watching these episodes and wanting an update to check like what's fucking happened now. And I think every story, every like criminal related story, there's been a podcast on it. Right. So it's like, are these fucking podcasts original or some, or, or are these people just like watching, watching Robert Stack and like, oh shit, man, I'm going to talk about this fucking case because it sounds awesome. Yeah. I right? mean, it, yeah. Well, the biggest one, Crime Junkie, mm-hmm. actually got in trouble last year, around this time last year, for plagiarism. Oh, because really? They, I mean, they put out a new episode every week. They're not invet- They're not putting in the time to investigate and talk to the primary sources for all of these stories. Right. All they're doing is going through and finding the news stories from the time and just, just putting them to words, essentially, and you know, kind of putting them in a in a um, you know more um, dramatic format or whatever you know so like last year and they put links to like their sources and stuff but they've had to be more careful about that since last year when a uh a journalist who reported one of the stories that was on on one of the episodes said that like most of the episode was just verbatim quoting from her articles Uh and and you know listeners don't care about that you know right. listener listeners just want you know they they're in and it's it i've listened to it they the way they tell the stories it is good it is you know it does that's i listened to it all the way back from washington dc last august and it it does keep your attention but like they're not doing the work on it it they're just like taking the work that journalists have done and you know reporting 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 I guess it's reporting that work that reading the, it. Yeah. Basically reading the reporting that the journalists have done, you right. know? So, I mean, they're not to actually put together a, an hour long narrative or a 45 minute long narrative of a crime like that would take tons of resources and tons of time. So there's no way they could do that, you know, and produce, especially not like a one or two woman operation like it is, you know? Right. So, but yeah, unsolved mysteries, man, and that's the thing. Like unsolved mysteries, that they—I don't know if they did. The thing about unsolved mysteries is that they actually include the people who were involved in it. You know, right, whereas right. the the crime podcasts, at least Crime Junkie, that's pretty much the only one I've listened to. They don't include any of the you know people that were related to the case. It's just really reporting on that. But, right, right, right. Which I thought would be fucking hard. I mean. I mean, because usually the like family and friends are reenacting shit. And I'm like, fuck, man, this like mom has to yeah. reenact finding her like son dead. Like, yeah, yeah. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. And then the the one story about the the husband who killed his wife for the life insurance policy. Right. And it turned out he had like a long line of insurance scams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I felt so bad for it because like they're, it's there, her parents are like these two little old people right. who just like, you know, trusted this guy completely. And then they find out, oh, nope, he's the killer. And they like knew right, pretty much knew right away that he was the one that did it. And then they just had to figure out, you know, they had to have the pieces kind of all come together. But right. Man. There was like one where um, this, uh, I think it was a, maybe in the first or the second one, this like couple, they just, Oh God, I can't, there's a recurring theme, but this couple like, um, kills a gas station manager and they fucking take off. And the like wife 
might not be responsible, but the like husband like forced her into it. But the like the <clears throat> parents of the wife are like, no, sh sh they fucking wouldn't do that. Blah blah blah. And it like turns out she totally helped him out. Or yeah, or this like um one where um this woman like stages her disappearance uh in the mom is like you know she, she wouldn't do that ever not leave her kids blah blah and it turns out she did just that like that man i'm sure really hard yeah yeah jeez well and endless um I don't know. Do you feel bad calling it entertainment on Unsolved Mysteries? That's the other thing is like I'm watching this for entertainment, but this is like actual people's lives right. and hearts. So it, from, I, you know. Is it entertaining for sure? But it's it's a different entertainment. It's right, know, yeah. They fucking caught a lot of people. I mean, yeah, yeah, they that's were true. Catching people before it was on. They like yeah. so like the first show had an update. I'm like, how the fuck do they have a goddamn update already? They just aired this show. Like, yeah. But then I read that it, um, like at first it ran, ran as a special and it had different hosts. I mean, like one of them was Ray Bradbury, I think. And the other one oh, okay. uh, was a famous actor that I'm not thinking of. It was an older, gentlemen but they ran them and then re-ran them with with robert's back um oh, okay no i don't I, you know it entertaining yes it has to be in order to get on television but i think they were really trying to find people like yeah i mean right. at that time it, it was like kind of like the 80s form of social media like how do right. you how do you get like <clears throat> there were all these stories out there people killing people people kidnapped or disappeared blah 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 but they're in like no like i don't know like blueville oregon and yeah. just the like Oregonian newspaper followed it. I mean, it wasn't right up. So how do you, how do you like get that out there? And and then you've got some, they pick it up and some dude in North Carolina has, has seen this criminal at the local 7-Eleven buying a fucking icy. Right. Then he calls yeah. it in. So yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing with, you know, there was plenty of good that was done with that show. Right. And you can, you know, it's it's like social media these days, but at least there was somebody, you know, kind of um, there was like a gatekeeper for those. Right. You know, and right. there was somebody like verifying the facts and there right. was somebody, you know, and so you could say like, OK, it was on Unsolved Mysteries. So, you know, that the things that happened there are legit as opposed to seeing something on Facebook, which is just, you know, some asshole who put together a story and the facts may or may not be correct. Right. And, you know, then right. I like wondered how the criminals felt. Did they think like, fuck, I fucking totally have this but this goddamn tv show like, they felt exactly like every bad guy on scooby-doo right <laughs> we gotten away with it if it weren't for that damn tv show right. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah all right well unsolved mysteries if you haven't watched any of the originals definitely get on it it's it's pretty awesome watch it it's it's fucking it it holds up, okay? I mean, people will make fun of how it looks, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, if I'm, uh, crime stories hold up. Um, yeah. Yeah, watch it. Um, do you... <laughs> this occurred to me just a few days ago, and I wanted to... Do you talk to yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I you... Do. Like I hey, shut do you, up. Don't 
<laughs> do you think most people do? Yeah, or... I think so. I mean, I don't always like talk out loud. I mean, there are times I will, but no, I think so. I think we're like that. I always wonder because like I, I do talk to myself mm-hmm. and I, I've noticed it a lot, you know, being in this place by myself now for the first time ever, I'm by myself a lot. And so I, I, one thing is I never do talk to, I never talk to myself if there are other people around. Right. That always annoys the shit out of me when, when I see people do that. Like, why are you talking to yourself when there's other people here? Nobody knows who the hell you're talking to, (laughs) but like, when I'm by myself, I'll always be, you know, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta do those dishes or, oh, there's nothing to eat, to eat in my refrigerator or, you know, and it, I just sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll even be like, who the hell are you talking to? Like, why are you just saying things out loud? And I don't know if it's because I just need to hear like a voice. So I'm not scared from watching <laughs> unsolved mysteries or like what it is, but. Right. I, yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's like a comfort thing or something. Yeah. Um, I just, I just have in my mind that, you know, people that most people don't talk to themselves, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It, it just, no, I, th- I think they do. I actually, when I was auditing, um, when we lived in Schaumburg, um, one of the like office hobbies was to print off some articles and go take a half hour shit. So I mean, like, <laughs> everybody fucking did it. Like when you like went to the printer and you you're like printing out legit work and you pull up an ESPN article then you know that they, and it's like not yours. Then you knew somebody was getting ready to drop one in the bathroom so (laughs) there's this fucking guy in it he he was he was weird he was a nice person he 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 was he was older he was um a little little eccentric and um but everybody knew that he like went to one of the stalls and like talked to himself and whether whether he was like taking a dump was a was a mystery like there were two things he would he would walk into the bathroom take take a bunch of paper towels and like go to one of the stalls he and if you're like reading an article you can hear him ripping the paper towel so huh. maybe he had some quirk, okay? Yeah. We all have them. I mean, <laughs> hey, whatever. Um, <laughs> but one day I'm in there and uh, and I hear this person walk in and I hear a bunch of paper towels being taken. I'm like, okay, it's a dude from IT. And he would he would violate the rule he would always go into the stall like right by you so which is fucking irritating but yeah whatever we talked about that etiquette already but one day i and and you can usually hear him mumbling shit but like one day i clearly heard he he's like ripping this paper like really really fucking like angrily and he and he like audibly says he excel holds 65,000 lines it only holds 65,000 lines so <laughs> somebody in our company wanted him to fucking do something with excel with the big ass file and like apparently it set him off so <laughs> so i think everybody has has that like self dialogue audibly yeah, whether it's in a bathroom stall at an auditing company or <laughs> in their car or in their house or yeah, wherever well, they may be, they might be in an aisle in fucking um, Menards and like, yeah, do I 
do I really want this colonial finish? Uh, 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 talk about a word finding issue. The um, trim, trim, yeah, yeah, trim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, or I, I do it all the time when I'm in Meyer. If I like walk down the wrong aisle, I'll be like, "This isn't the aisle that I want," and like actually say it aloud, even though there's other people around. But um, it could be that 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 talking to himself and ripping that paper towel was the only thing holding that poor guy's sanity together. It was like either that or come in and kill everybody or right. something. You know? So thankfully he chose the, the paper towel route. Right. But who knows? You have a little unsolved mystery of your own right there in the bathroom. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, at that company, we had a lot of unsolved mysteries. I mean, that one we had the savage no i um can't remember if i talked about that but i don't think so what's the savage oh the savage was like talk about like bathroom hijinks that place was like a great place to work for job wise and entertainment um so somebody (laughs) was like taking a shit and not flushing it Okay, Ugh. so us would like go in there, and there's a floater, and <laughs> you no, know, you don't want to see that. Okay, you're about to do it, but you want to look at your own, not <laughs> right, not somebody else. Right, right. So, so the the nickname the savage came up, and it like turn into a Loch Ness monster phenomenon. (laughs) We would try to catch, catch the savage in action. So, and it like escalated. So we would try to time it out. Like some, this job I had was fucking awesome. Like in hindsight, it was like, why would you leave that job ever? It was, I um, I mean, it was a job sh- shortly after college. About a, I don't know, like n- nine months after I graduated. Um, and I mean, it was it was awesome. Um, <laughs> a lot of hanging out, some some work, but a lot of hanging out. <laughs> yeah. But um, we would like set times up to we try to come up with a pattern (laughs) throughout the day. I mean, we had the computers, we had Excel spreadsheets. We had, (laughs) had audit command language. We could figure this shit out. So no pun intended. (laughs) So people would try to go in, go in at times where the frequency, uh, of the finding was and i mean we would come up empty-handed blah 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 or or like roll in after a uh, after a hours and there was a huge turd there and it was like man we can't catch this fucking guy but it was like why like who who the fuck isn't flushing like what 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 makes you not flush so <laughs> Uh, one day, uh, the bathroom, it's, uh, it was an old building and the bathroom, part of it was a locker room. Also, it was really weird. There were no like racquetball courts. There was no basketball courts, but the, like, uh, we had a printing press there because we would print our audits there. So there uh, was an entrance from the printing press area and then a hallway entrance. So one day one of my friends was like walking in. Okay. And uh, at the same time, the printing press entrance door was shutting and he looked into the toilet. There was a floater and he thought that the savage had just left and he fucking ran into the printing press area. No one could be found. He fucking vanished into thin air. 
Okay. <laughs> so uh, this goes on for a long while. And um, one of our other friends happened just like Loch Ness, just like Bigfoot, just like UFO. <laughs> was in the right place at the right time. And he came in as, uh, as a high profile executive was, was walking out and he looked and he found it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we still, Oh, I'm a huge evidence based person. So like, unless my friend saw, saw him like, mid shit okay <laughs> no it can't be confirmed what we think it was a high level executive <laughs> leaving these fucking mystery turds in the men's bathroom man yeah. i i was gonna say that it was probably you know it what if it was just somebody who like just forgot to flush once oh shit and then and then, but then, like, heard all of you guys talking about it, and was like, "I'm going to mess with these guys and never flush again." Right. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> savage. That sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Oh, totally. That is great. No, I think um, I can't remember uh, remember if I told this story as as I <laughs> call it bathroom hijinks. Some like funny shit happened. Um, did I? <laughs> talk about my friend kicking in the bathroom door and one of the managers i don't think so, so we i worked in this awesome awesome department um and we would joke around blah 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 but one of our co-workers would pull like high school type pranks if you were in one of the stalls and one of his favorite pastimes was to wad up some wet paper towels and throw it at you while you were on the toilet. So <laughs> he got one of her friends doing that. Our, our friend was all pissed off. He's like, I'm going to get that motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> like a week later, the paper towel thrower leaves for the day and our our other other co-worker established a pattern that he would go to the bathroom and then go to his car so um um one day the paper towel thrower takes off my buddy is like creeping up the office. He's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Here it goes. And he (laughs) goes, I'm actually working. And like two minutes later, he comes running back into our office. And he's like, shit, dude, I'm going to pack my shit up. I'm going to get fucking fired. Like, (laughs) I'm going to get fucking fired. I'm like, what happened? So... He crept to the bathroom and he saw shoes. So <laughs> instead of exacting the same same revenge of taking like wet paper towels and like throwing them at him, he fucking kicks open the bathroom stall door, and one of the IT managers is sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> He fucking said his face just dropped and he took off running out of there. <laughs> and nary a word was spoken after that. Like the IT manager said nothing. My friend didn't fucking talk about it to many other yeah. people. Yeah. It, it was probably one of those things that like they were they were just like okay we just have to pretend like this never right, happened right. anybody yeah. know anything about it <laughs> this never happened and, and and like you know who's more embarrassed by that you know well, like exactly. that's equal embarrassment that's well, <laughs> he was expecting a call from hr for the next like three days he was like i'm sure i'm sure fire 
And that, that's, prob- that's probably what the guy on the toilet probably knew too. Right. You know, he's like, I don't have to do anything about this. This guy's going to freak himself out for God knows yeah. how long he's going to get fired. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's like the, uh, you know, it's like a nuclear deterrent of embarrassment. Right. You know, nothing's going to happen because they're both too embarrassed to say anything mm-hmm. about it. Man. Well, bathroom hijinks. Yeah. <laughs> why that i mean you have a good point like why would you ever leave a job like I, because i wanted to help people yeah, there you go i wanted to help people no the thing is you're only remembering the good parts that's why i will yeah he, absolutely and there are many positive parts of it it's really funny when you're at a job um like, uh, especially back then, it was like, oh, God, this is pointless. I hate this job. Why am I doing it? Blah, blah, blah. But when you walk away and get clarity from it, it's like, want to know what? It wasn't that bad of a job. I mean, it really wasn't. I mean, especially yeah. that job where, I mean, I had lots of friends there. We had a lot of fun. We, I once again worked for a boss who let us do our own thing i've been lucky with that that throughout my working career is having bosses who are just like yeah get the shit done and i mean right we, we won't come down on you but um um there were many negatives about that also but it yeah. really wasn't as bad as I thought it was while, while I was there. I, I was just looking for something more, I think. Yeah. At that yeah. young age of 26 or 7. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I worked at a grocery store for a couple of years after college and I hated every minute of it. Mm-hmm. And I thought you know, beforehand, I thought I I worked at a grocery store in high school for a few years too. And then I was out of a grocery store for like three years. And I, before I went back in after college, I remembered, you know, I was thinking, oh man, it was so fun to work in a grocery store. I'll, you know, we had so much fun doing stuff. I wouldn't mind going back there. And then when I got back there, I, when I got back in, I was like, oh God, this sucks. Like, I don't remember all the sucky parts of it and the sucky schedule and dealing with customers and like all that other bullshit that you have to deal with. I just remembered like all the fun I had messing around with like high school friends, you know, <laughs> right. like, like you do that when you're, you know, supposed to be a manager or whatever, but looking back, like it wouldn't have been that bad of a job to stick with, you know, it would have been, it just would have been, a, it would have been a, a very different life than the one that I've had, but it would have been, you know, I, with some maturity, it would have been rewarding in other ways for sure. But I was not going to stick around for that. Right. But anyway, I, I've never had anything like, uh, like the savage right. though that <laughs> that would drive well, me crazy like, come to think it like this was a professional job i mean right this wasn't a <laughs> this is the yeah. shit right and that's just the tip of the iceberg right yeah yeah but you know most of those people probably just saw it as a, like a transition thing anyway no like most of your friends there you want to know what no i mean a lot of them are still really? there actually oh it was it was a legit job um i mean it wasn't a transition job i mean it was a good career uh yeah you could hack out the like mundane uh right but yeah yeah yeah, i mean i know a lot of people that are still there it's like they're still at it he actually actually is um funny um When I started there, this this one of the managers, he, he was getting ready to retire. I think he uh, retired in like two or three years. And um, we had uh, at that time, I mean, it was earlier. They had like happy hours every Friday. And uh, nice. um, one of the first times I met him, he, he, he uh, told me, no, I've been 
working here for like 38 years. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And he, and he told me never stay at a job for more than five years. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) So I, to me, when you can work and I, he made really good money and I mean, it wasn't, I mean, his job didn't seem all that challenging, but he, I don't know. I mean, like he was older and he was looking back and thought, Maybe, maybe he had that same mindset uh, uh, that I had. Yeah, at that age, like maybe I could do more. And he right. never did. But never he did it. Was yeah. Really good at that job and retired well. So right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting the different ways a career can go for sure, mm-hmm. and you just never know. Right. <clears throat> you you do always know the way that a more later podcast is going to go. It's always going to go well, and it's always going to be entertaining, and it's going to be the best hour of your day. Oh, That's how it's going to go yeah. all the time, man. Yeah, yeah and you I mean, we're... What else is reliable? Well, I mean, we're always dropping life lessons here, and, you know, <laughs> one of the biggest is to use laying ice. I mean, hey... Hey, it's the end of July. We're entering August. It's been pretty hot the last few weeks, and that's awesome. I love hot and humid. I know you do also. And hopefully August is just as hot or hotter, but what cools you off? What quenches that uh, thirst uh, is a drink with laying ice. So, uh, So in this heat and heat and humidity think what can what can make me happy what can make my drink happy and that is laying ice it's nice to have something that's going to make you happy something so simple right that's that's what i learned in my yale happiness class that we talked about oh, last yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> they should have that they should have just introduced that like the first lesson they should have just been like get some laying ice you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what are you drinking? I'm not drinking anything. Man, we're on a street. Well, I'm actually drinking some gin, but. <laughs> no, I finished I finished a McDonald's Diet Coke right right before we started mm-hmm. uh, recording. But uh, no, no alcohol tonight. Um, so nothing, nothing to report, but. Maybe next time. Excellent. All right. Next time will be on Monday, right? This is for Thursday. So the next time we'll talk to all these lovely people will be in just a few days. So be sure to come back and uh, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.